think that I'd like Spaceball Herb. What the hell's that supposed to mean? You want a player who doesn't have a guts to fight back? No. Welcome to Cocktail Cinema, folks. I am your first favorite bartender, your third favorite author, and I recently told Robert Heinlein to suck it. <laughs> Whoa! I am Josh. joined, as always, by the crew, hey, hey. Gregory. Hey, Fozman here. Glad to be here. Welcoming on our sportscaster fans. Sports, and sports, to his sports, right, sports, we have sports, the master sports, of the mix. Sports, 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 sports. Pleasure. <laughs> and tonight, we are going to be talking about the movie 42, about the famous Jackie Robinson. The Jackie Robinson. Now, before we get into the film itself... We have to have ourselves a cocktail. Mm. So today, uh, we're just working with a, uh, a whiskey sour. Now, whiskey. Not uh, just any sour. Not just any sour mix. So normally we talk about uh, the booze being the specialty here. Uh, but today, we're actually going to share with you a recipe for how you can make your own uh, sour mix. Uh, relatively this is simple. Josh's sour mix. It is. All right, so this is, a, this is a pineapple sour mix. Um, you're going to get one of those small cans of pineapple juice. You're going to squeeze six limes and three lemons. And then uh, you're going to grab a cup and a half of sugar and two cups of water. And you're going to boil that until it's clear. Let it cool down a little bit. Mix it with your juice. Shake it up and you're good to go. Boom. Yeah. Josh's sour mix. So in this whiskey sour, we are using a double rye. Just uh, this movie is about uh, post-prohibition era, and we thought it was appropriate that a post-prohibition whiskey would Wild be Wild West or something included, something like that. Wild West, High West, High West, High okay, West. I'm cool. pretty sure. Yeah. High noon. So, <laughs> cheers, gentlemen. I made them a little bit strong. Mm. A little that's bit spicy. Strong. That's spicy. Yeah. That's how I like it. Ah, that's nice. Right? That's right? nice. And so the thing about uh, making your own sour mix is store-bought store sour mix is real sticky and it's very sweet. This is this more showcases the, the actual sour elements of the, of the juice. Um, and it doesn't doesn't make that tacky feeling on your tongue. Either. Yeah. Yeah. When you boil it down, it helps yeah. get rid of some yeah. of that, that sugar. Or keep it on there. Or binder. <laughs> Binding. Binding. Alrighty, Ooh. how tasty drink? Enjoy it. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Alrighty, that's good. I had to let the ice cubes melt a little bit. There's fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking fire. Kudos I, on the on the kudos. Thank you. I was really excited. I mean, I was making this sour mix last night. And I was real excited to get that Share. shit to you. Share with me. Um, so diving back into the movie again. This is uh, 2013's 42. Uh, it was written and directed by Brian Hedgeland. The budget was $40 million, and surprisingly, it only made back uh, $97.5 million in box office. Mm. Um, so, I, yeah, not as big of a hit as I would have expected. But Me neither. Yeah. I guess we can kind of get into the reasons why. It's a success it from yeah. you know, the marketing side of that. That's true. I mean, I mean they got huge, their money back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, not a box office hit, but definitely a beloved film, yeah. I'd say. Agreed, but a beloved story. Um, Mr. Fozzie, do you happen to have the cast on hand? Oh, yeah, some of it. Um, Chadwick ben, uh, Bozeman, I'm sorry, um, as boy. Jackie Robinson. Um, God rest his soul, he died earlier last year, late last year, I should say. Um, Harrison Ford as Mr. Ricky, Branch Ricky. Nicole Beharic as Rachel Robinson, his beautiful bride. 
I'm sorry, Bahari. Bahari? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, I wrote in my hand. What does that say? <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Lucas Black, Pee Wee Reese. He played like in some of those old dumb football shows, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Christopher Maloney as Leo DeRocher. DeRocher, the, the coach, you know, the law and order guy. Yeah. Ding, ding. Dun, 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 dun. Ellen Tudyk, help me again. Tudyk, Tudyk. Yes, yes. As Ben Chapman he used to be a friend of the show. <laughs> he used to be until we saw this one. Uh, I think he was a Philadelphia's manager. We'll get into that one. T.R. Knight as Harold Perro. Perro. Harold Perro. John C. McGinley uh, as Red Barber. Ryan Merriman as Dixie Walker, and Andre Holland as Wendell Smith. And uh, Wendell. Plays volumes in this movie. Just that's yeah. why I left him last because he was a big part of this one, underlying yeah. character. But that's that's what I got. I'd agree. I'd agree. Diving right on into our next segment, splash speed summary. Mm. All right. Now I, I can't be quite as loose and goofy as I normally am, but I'm gonna try and still be myself. <laughs> um. <laughs> Indiana Jones in 1945. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> God damn it, John. I was like, I'm going to give him a give him 10 seconds before right. I fucking does it. In 1945, right, Indiana Jones decided that he needed to bring a black player into Major League Baseball. He and his team eventually decide on Black Panther, who is apparently the greatest black baseball player known to man. They bring him on uh, originally to their minor league team. He makes it to the major league team by 1947, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, the rest of the movie chronicles his uh, first season. I think it's just the first season. Yeah. Yep. Um, and the struggles that he had and the feelings of the team around him and learning to deal with the racial prejudice of America and just going on to break history. Break history. Break history. Right up their ass. Right up the white man's ass, seriously. Um, I want to talk about, first and foremost, um, this movie calls a lot into black culture, the Negro Leagues. Mm -hmm. Um, Finally, as of, I think, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, um, real recent. Like a couple weeks ago, a month ago, maybe, uh, MLB... They finally recognized as the Negro Leagues as a as a Major League Baseball (laughs) team. All of the the Monarchs, all that kind of stuff. Now the records that were being held Mm -hmm. by... "Quote unquote Negro leagues are now the they are same. Major League Baseball. They're on the records. same step. That's books. excellent. <clears throat> yeah, their <laughs> Hall of Fame now is all in the same home. It's not like, yeah. And, and you'd think that, and you'd think that. Okay, you said forty-seven. Like Jackie Robinson was inducted to the Hall of Fame, which was a, a almost segregated version mm-hmm. of the Hall of Fame. But that was only fifteen years after, which I was kind of giving the league credit for mm-hmm. after knowing the story. But after hearing that today from Greg, it's like. Yeah, I mean, well, that's unacceptable. Right? Like, that's no, so bullshit. Sure. Yeah. There's a lot of unacceptable like, things that go on in this movie. Yeah. I mean, but they, then they call it to answer. Um, sorry to steal the steal the beginning right no, away. You're good. But yeah, we're um, good. Um, like, I'm a baseball fan, a fanatic. Mm-hmm. Like, it's my shit, my first love. Um, you you talked about finding the one true guy, the the best black mm-hmm. black player in that era. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but before that, there was many of them that were going after the Satchel Page. They, mm-hmm. they, they 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 he's too old. You know, yeah. we, we need a new up-and-comer. So I know Jackie Robinson was the first to cross mm-hmm. that barrier, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that didn't get that chance. Didn't get that chance, or they've been playing for, you know, mm-hmm. pennies on the dollar prior to him. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So he was he was the young buck who came up, mm-hmm. you know, um, but a lot of 
black athletes paved the way for his, his growth. And if, if it wasn't Absolutely. for Harrison Ford's character, um, Mr. Ricky, like, yeah, they would have not not have had that chance. So I, yeah. I want to bring that into the spotlight. Right no, away. that's that's a fantastic yeah, it's point. It's not just about baseball <laughs> mm-hmm. or sports in general like that. Yeah. Like their whole team wasn't allowed in some of these mm-hmm. these these st- cities or counties. Yeah. So, I mean, that's like a pivotal point for. Well, and, and on top of that, just to kind of piggyback on your point about Harrison Ford. So we have a, a discussion these days about uh, the concept of the white savior especially in storytelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I think this movie kind of does it right. And from what I understand, it's, it's relatively historically accurate um, where Harrison Ford isn't seen as like the guy. Like this movie is partly about him. I'd say it's almost half about yeah. him. But this is but completely put on. Right. He, he's shoulders. more of an ally mm-hmm. than a savior. And yeah. I think that's the key takeaway for his character as far as storytelling goes is learning how to write these allies as allies and not as superhuman beings who, right. who step in and save the oh, day now for the, for the poor black yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, and he and he yeah. called he, and he challenged him right off the bat. Yeah. He knew mm-hmm. what type of person it was going to take, and he liked the fact that Jackie Robinson stood alone. He was yeah. he was a uh, uh, court martialed um, mm-hmm. because he wouldn't go to the back of the bus. Like he, he was like the Rosa, Rosa Parks of the you know of the military, yeah. of the military. Yeah. You know, I mean, so he liked that aspect of him. He wanted to fight for something, mm-hmm. you know. And turns out he was a bad motherfucker and yeah and for as much as he as uh ricky told told Mm -hmm. him not to fight back like he went up to bat for jackie yeah throughout like pretty much every other scene throughout this movie and Mm -hmm. it's all historically correct as far as you know those aspects yeah his at bats the the walk that he first had the the standing up to the commissioner Mm yeah all that good stuff it was uh, historically this movie is pretty spot on there's a couple spots that i have gripes with only on the baseball aspect (laughs) of it but as far as I don't know. It's just a good fucking movie, and it's a good mm-hmm. story. I mean, it's finally where... I mean, baseball, prior to that, mm-hmm. um, was white people. There was 400 yeah. white men in mm-hmm. Major League Baseball. Zero yeah. men of color. Yeah. Well, I, I guess there were a, a few guys of Latin descent. A few. But very few. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And they didn't last long. Right. They weren't, like, the highlighted person on the team right and right. jackie robinson he, he came up as a shortstop mm-hmm. um then switched to second base and then the brooklyn dodgers like we don't have room for that mm-hmm. um he, he he turned his whole game around and played first he was out yeah. there taking batting practice and i'm sorry getting ground balls at yeah. first because it's a different angle you mm-hmm. know you have less time to look at it this kind of he changed his game to and, and still was great at it you know yeah. what i mean it's looking back at this <laughs> as like a baseball player like I'm pumped. Did, did you, know? you no, did you notice anything about Chadwick's like stance when he was at the plate? Because you see in movies like yeah. so, mm-hmm. like somebody's playing their guitar player in this yeah. role, and it's like you clearly don't play right, guitar. I, I'm yeah. a guitar player, so I know that's, that's, like, that was this is like not sellable, yeah. right? But like to, to like the average guy, maybe it is, right? Yeah. Right. But watching like just like doing doing my research on Jackie Robinson after this, like Chadwick's balls. His like his, ob- bat his obtuse, yeah, yeah. Like, his open open bat. Yeah. yeah, I mean it was it was identical. Yeah, well, yeah. Identical. and the maybe the base running not so much. Yeah, that's sure what I was going to bring up. But, I was pissed about but at least want to give credit to that at first. Yeah. It's like that's not people don't have a natural swing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not anyone can go up and like, like oh I'm going to do this natural golf swing for this role or this mm-hmm. natural baseball swing for this role. It's like, and I mean it, it, a lot of baseball is, is, is muscle memory. I mean, has anybody who's done anything? Yeah, but you're talking times. about actors who, of course. Like, grow well, they, they, they sent the entire cast to baseball camp. 
Yeah. Like yeah, they yeah. sent them all to camp so <laughs> yeah, to yeah, learn yeah. how to swim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently they didn't <laughs> teach them how to run. But <laughs> they had lunchtime, they had concession stand tickets. <laughs> but, well, I was going to get it. Like in the 40s or whatever, there was so there wasn't so much science behind the swing. You know, it's kind yeah, of doing, yeah, yeah. doing the approach. Squash and, the bug. Yeah, all that through, kind of stuff. Yeah. And, it, and I, I went to baseball camps when I was younger, like some pretty good ones. And one of the coaches there, I think well, I think he was Nolan Ryan. Tom House is his name. Nolan mm-hmm. Ryan's baseball coach. I think he was a lot of NFL players now. But he part of his, like, spiel was think of a caveman trying to throw a rock at a, bull, at a bird mm-hmm. for dinner. He's like, he didn't know how to do it. He just got the job done. He's like, we're yeah. not trying to take away that, from that from anyone. Mm-hmm. We just want to enhance that. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's it's in, it's instinctual after you do it for so long, mm-hmm. and it's cool. I, as you can well, tell, when you I'm find out how your muscles nerd. work yep. in that in that function. So that's like what a weightlifting uh, uh, teachers, I guess. Uh, <laughs> the word is avoiding trainer. Me yeah, trainers. Yeah. So like weightlifting trainers. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Um, there, teachers. There's there's a big guy on on Instagram that I follow. Not that you can tell because I'm fat as shit. No. But, <laughs> no um, look deep in the eyes. But uh, he talks about how there is a general form to like the the perfect squat, but it's different for everybody because it's based on the length of those thigh muscles and the length of your 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 uh, your femur and how your hips line up overall gait. So it's all generally the same, but it's also very different. What about person to enlarged person. heels? <laughs> Well, he definitely hit a home run because he had a, a longer heel bone. <laughs> that part I couldn't get over. I was like, "What? This guy's in the in the box office talking about? Well, you know, they're gonna overrun us. These black it was 1945. They have enlarged heel. Do you know how much crazy science was? Okay, 19. I can believe it because <laughs> at, in the same period of time, there were not just like preachers, but there were. There were popular scientists who were saying, yeah, like the mark of Cain makes you black or yeah. uh, you're closer to being a, an ape if you're black, so you're less evolved. There was all this bullshit science going around that was just commonplace. Like what was said in like the box? Like it's like they run faster there was because way they were yeah. shit that an eight year old <laughs> saying on the yeah. on the field. So it's kind of like <clears throat> it's I don't know. It's just sad. I hate to be the guy to be like, oh, this is sad when people actually like mm-hmm. de- deal with that. Stuff. Yeah. But yeah. it's yeah. like it seems like. Yeah, untrue. It, it didn't happen, kind of thing. But mm-hmm. then you, but then you look around, and you're like, okay, people are fucked. <laughs> well, and and this movie, I, I know that a lot of critics kind of gave it a gave it a tough go, but there were a lot of little moments that were very insightful. And 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 one of those is like the that white kid who's at the I think it's the Pittsburgh game. Yeah, where. Oh, yeah. His First dad, yeah. his dad starts throwing out slurs. Everybody around him is throwing out slurs, mm. and he he's like timid he's about it. But he joins in. He's learning that behavior, and he's taught to mm. be racist. But he like he looks around as if he's like, can you know? It's like look confused. Like he almost looks like he's mm-hmm. gonna cry. Or is a Cincinnati game? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. but he I looks like right, yeah. he looks okay. like he's about like about to cry, and then he just flips the switch and he's mm-hmm. angry and he's yeah. standing with the whole crowd. So yep. it's like one of those things where it's like, that's. Socks yeah. was perpetual. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's, it's 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And prior to all that, like, they were in, in the stands, in the bleachers, or whatever. Everybody's having a good time. Mm-hmm. They're, like, passing their things. Like, oh, this is such a good game. Blah, blah, blah. This is so much fun. Mm-hmm. And as soon as Mr. Jackie Robinson is, hits the field, it's it's dismay. Well, it's and it's, it's perfectly juxtaposed and kind of foreshadowed in the very next moment. Because in the scene where the kid's talking to his dad, he's like, I bet Pee Wee's going hit to a, hit a home run today. And then the next thing we see is Pee Wee... On the field, fighting that 
that racism head on yeah. being like, thank you, Jackie, for giving me an opportunity to be a better man, yeah. essentially, in front of all of this hate. Thank you for giving me the opportunity yeah. to show love. Yep, yeah, absolutely. And he had people from, he's from Mississippi or something. He had family there. He's, I, I just want to show them. You know, like yeah. one of the biggest things that caught my, like, took my Thank breath you, away. Thank go. Took yeah. my breath away through this movie um, is when Pee Wee comes over there and he said, uh, one day everybody's going to, I'm paraphrasing, yeah. one day everybody's going to wear your number, 42, mm-hmm. so that they can't tell us, they can't, they I can't love that tell line. us. So they can't tell us. They can't. They can't tell us apart. Apart. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. And so, it's, like, flash forward to modern day. It's Jack. Maybe Robinson tomorrow day. we'll all wear 42. Ooh. That way they won't tell us apart. Thanks. Thanks, mm-hmm. buddy. <laughs> I was like, I guess. But I mean, that's like part of me took my breath away because mm-hmm. it it came true. You know what I mean? It's there's a there's a week Jackie Robinson week. You know mm-hmm. where they all wear 42 and it's it's great. I mean, what the what the man did for the sport is well, I think like on. Yeah. Godly. On top of that, what he did for the country. Because true. here we are in True, true. In okay. Black History Month. And this this kind of forces me to think like I wanna think the best about myself. I wanna think that in that time I would have been like Pee Wee. Mm-hmm. But truthfully, given the culture, like I I don't know. Yeah. I hope that I would have yeah. been a good enough person and to Pee-wee stand didn't up. Pee Wee didn't sign but, that that uh you know, the petition right. to get him off yeah. the team because he's like, I got bigger shit to worry about kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. but he wasn't still aboard. He, he wasn't still all about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and then, uh, the law and order man, I mean, dun, 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 dun. I wish he would have been more of a part of this, uh, movie towards the end because they got rid of him because mm-hmm. they stirred up some, yeah. <laughs> they stirred up some shit, you know, with that like locker room scene yeah. where he comes in like banging the pots I and hear, pans. I hear some of you want Mr. Robinson off the team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. I loved it. We I loved it. It has come to my attention that some of you fellas don't want to play with Robinson. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. And, I mean, it, another thing I, I appreciated about this movie was there's a lot of films like this. They go from totally racist to being totally, you know, pro-civil rights mm-hmm. in, like, ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. Like, even... Even as great as remember remember the Titans is yeah. that shift happens fast within weeks. And but in again, this movie they show yeah. they show not everybody came on board. Yeah. You know, Pittsburgh the guy who gets traded to Pittsburgh. You know, yeah. he's he's more upset about you know being traded and his spot being taken by a black man mm-hmm. than the truth behind the matter, mm-hmm. which is you're an asshole, so we got rid of you. Boom. And it's they they show that through the movie it doesn't go away everything is not everything's great for Jackie for like sure. not everything but he got what he what he deserved but he still had to struggle his whole career yeah. and they I mean, don't shy away you, from that. you talked about what he had to go through and and things like that I mean I'll, I'll bring up our boy uh, Alan Tidick Tidick uh, I mean that coach for the Phillies man that part you have to talk about that during this this review yeah the way he's on the sideline just. I'm not sorry to say that. The 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 just the dugout, the dugout, dugout, yeah. was screaming, you know, slur after slur after slur, going after uh, his teammates because mm-hmm. he's his teammates, the wives, the wives, everybody, you know, yeah. everybody making and, Jackie and, out and, to be promiscuous. And uh, the dude who came out and like stepped up to him mm-hmm. was his former teammate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. from from the from the minor league. Yeah, yeah. Who, yeah. And and God, I love Alan Tudyk. This is the first movie I've ever had to hate him, yeah. but I still had to love his performance. Yeah, because. That moment where that teammate comes up and gets in his face, in Chapman's face, he's got this smirk, like, 
fight me. Yep. You know you're going to get thrown out, yep. and I'll still be here yeah. saying this that, shit. That was the thing. He was like, we both, no matter what, even if I just steal off you right now, we both get ejected yeah. for the fight. You know what yeah. I mean? So yeah. that, that was his thing. He's like... That's what he said. He's like, I don't want to do that. Like, I'll get ejected from the like they laid and he out. He says, like, uh, Jackie can't fight back. You know that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and he just and kudos because it's like you want to just yeah. fucking beat the shit out of this Seriously. guy. Yeah. Well, it's 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 not only did Jackie have to have the balls not to fight back. His team yeah. in moments like that yeah. had to have the balls. And, then, not and to the fight team back. said, like, you're my teammate. What am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. And See, he, it nodded off, which is yeah. was cool. You know, because they're just being men at that point. They're mm-hmm. they're kind of their arc is changing. They're they're growing as people, you know. Yeah. What you said, a lot of times takes years and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But when you're in pl- close proximity with these yeah. people and you're dealing with the ins and outs of their life, you, you kind of see their perspective switch. Mm-hmm. And it's you and I have had similar. Like you and I became friends because of a, like not sports, but a similar close proximity job. Where you know when you're around somebody that much and you know the yeah. intimate details of their life. Yep. It's it's really hard to see that person as just another person. You see them as an individual, mm-hmm. and we are hardwired to care about individuals. Right. And it's really easy for hate to grow when you think about a person as just one of them. Yep. Because the them is easy to to dehumanize, mm-hmm. but when it's an individual, like this person has a family. This guy's got a wife. Yep. This yeah. guy he just graduated college. Yep. This guy his dad left him. Like when you think about these people as individuals. Yes. I told you I was going to get fucking heated today. No, it's okay. When you think about them right as individuals, you. it's it's hard to hate them. Yep. And there are still people who manage to, yep. like fucking Chapman. Mm-hmm. I love you, Alan Tujic. Why did you do this to me? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so just right after that scene, he goes into, uh, starts to head to the clubhouse, you know, and there's a, that scene where he's smashing a bat. You know, he's oh, he's God. pushed to the brink. He's crying. He's screaming. He's pushing. Mm-hmm. He's like a, and it was kind of because they call out, um, Harrison Ford and him about being Methodist so often it was kind mm-hmm. of like he he brought that up like you yeah. are you are you're living Christ. the sermon you know you are yes you are forty days what we need and he and he gives him a hug you know and and then after that whole shit goes down and his wife kind of comes to him you know and he's just like I I almost lost mm-hmm. myself I'm you know what I mean it was, it was this That's, total like yeah. Bible thing you know what yeah. I mean like the the grovel the the strife the waiting the you know just yeah. coming back home total. Total Bible scenario for sure, which was very well portrayed. Portrayed, and it was subtle at the beginning Mm -hmm. with Harrison Ford and the Methodist. Yeah, you know, he's a Methodist. I'm a Methodist. God's (laughs) God's a Methodist. Methodist. (laughs) Right. (laughs) No, and I, I think one of the best scenes in parts of this movie. You know, absolutely one of the best scenes in the movie, Mm -hmm. if not the best scene in the movie, is when after after jackie's been cleated like bad and he's getting his stitches jackie's laying on the table getting sewn up he's like why are you doing this mr Ritchie?" and he really gets the real story out of him he's like when i was when i was a a college coach we had a we had a catcher best hitter in the game best hitter in the game and i watched him brought low by the color of his skin and i didn't do enough i'm getting fucking goosebumps i didn't do enough to to change it and now you have given me the opportunity to change it. Yeah. Like that's when I talk about being a fucking ally, that's what it's about. Recognizing that, no, I'm not your savior. It's my responsibility to stand up for you and to speak because they have taken your voice away. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sorry for yelling. You, yeah. <laughs> Don't be sorry well, for I mean, yelling. You're saying, <laughs> I was yelling over baseball. I mean, if you're a savior, thing. you're like almost martyring yourself. If you're an ally, you're using your, yeah. your privilege. Yeah. If it can help somebody else mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. have as easy as that. 
Well, and all you can do other, you know, what I mean, other than yeah. that, it's like, absolutely. Other a, than that, you're martyring yourself. No, you're 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 absolutely on it. Because a great example of how not to do this is the movie Amazing Grace, <laughs> um, where they make it all about the guy who went to went to uh, uh, Parliament and he he got them to stop the slave trade. Isn't this white man such a great person? Fuck off, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are talking about the literal sale yeah. of human beings mm-hmm. by the millions. This movie takes one man. Who's like, I can help that man, and by helping that man, I can help bring up all the other men. Not just the black community, either. You can bring a sense of community and a sense of reality to the white community by by standing alone and being like, this is what's right. Fuck you if you disagree. So two things. Um, Earlier in the movie... um, Jackie's brought into the house or whatever, and he's, he's welcomed by a man. And he's like, oh, it's not every day we have heroes in here. And he's like, ah, I'm just, I'm just a ball player, you know? Yeah. And uh, he said, no, 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 no. There's dozens and dozens of children yeah. down the block right now swinging like Jackie Robinson. You mm-hmm. are now a hero. And he like, it takes him back. Yeah. You, know, you feel like he's internalizing that, mm-hmm. putting it to use kind of thing. And there's also my second point when – Mr. Richie says there is dozens of white kids. Ricky. Yeah. Ricky, I'm sorry. Mr. Richie. Mr. Mr. Richie. <laughs> sorry, we were talking about <laughs> Anyway, Mr. Richie, there's dozens of white kids swinging in the bat and saying they're Jackie Robinson. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, that's where racism is squashed, is with kids. Mm-hmm. With kids. Unless yeah. they're like the kid who's at the game with his dad who starts, mm-hmm. when I said flips that switch and starts mm-hmm. screaming obscene shit. It's um, your it's it's your time to punch yeah. that motherfucker in the face. If we if we talk <laughs> about some of like the the shots that I love for it, it ties together the white kids starting to idolize Jackie Robinson. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean. And his his idol Pee Wee standing side and, by and side. This goes back to historically correct. One of the best best shots in the movie mm-hmm. is when the kids are reaching over the dugout yeah. trying yeah, to yeah. autographs. And this that. is this and he is, can't even sign it in his face. Look at he's like yeah. shocked. And then Look you at got this, this asshole back here like, well, why aren't they asking for <laughs> Well, that's what he was dealing with. And no, I know. It's, it's crazy. It's insane. And it's like good. the best shots in the movie, a couple of them are like the car scenes that's coming cool in shot. and out of focus with, with um, um, you know, the publicist, the mm-hmm. black publicist who yeah. kind of go in the box too. You know what uh, I mean? Those yeah, are yeah. great Wendell, scenes. Wendell, Wendell. But Wendell, other than that, it goes much. back to like the, the historical aspect of this movie. Like mm-hmm. just old Dodger Stadium, like when they pull up. Yeah. Like, yeah, they nailed it. Yeah, yeah. Now, as a as as a total aside, Brooklyn Dodgers did they become the the LA Dodgers like the modern Dodgers? Yeah. It's, okay. It's, so they, 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 they transfer. Cities teams stay. Cities transfer. Okay. So they've been like LA, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. They okay. Team, yeah. Because I know stay. like in hockey, there's a few teams that like the, the New Jersey Devils used to be like. The Colorado or the Denver Devils. Well, no, it's, it's Los so, yeah. Angeles. Yeah, so that's yeah, what okay, I was, yeah, I was yeah. wondering if it was the same kind of transfer, it or is, if it was a different it is, team it's altogether. Not. It's like the city buys them out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's different yeah. for every case, but it's yeah. okay. Definitely the Brooklyn Dodgers. So there's some are history the there. There's oh, some history tons, there. Old Dodgers Field. And in, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Dusty Baker played for the Dodgers, right? Oh, I don't. I'm fairly certain okay. he did. So the only reason I bring this up is uh, there's another little bit of history, and this is a little more lighthearted <laughs> associated with the Dodgers. Did you know Dusty Baker, when he played for the Dodgers, had the first high five? He had the, the first recorded high five was Dusty Baker. Wait, like the first all 
All all truth high five. Just the ever. first recorded high five was the Dusty first Baker. Documented coming. high five forget, was Dusty Baker. I forget what he did, <laughs> but there, there was some play that he did. One of his teammates came flying onto the field, just elated, and put yeah. his hand Dusty up. Dusty Baker and, and Glenn Burr. Yeah. And he just slapped the guy's hand like that's out crazy. of reflex, and that was the first high five. No fucking way. Dead serious. Well, that's cool. In it? <laughs> In it. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay. yeah, here we go. There, there are many origin okay, stories right. of the high five, but two of the most documented candidates are Dusty Baker and Glenn Burke of Los hilarious. Angeles Dodgers. <laughs> and October 2nd of 1977, this is the Wiley Brown and Derek Smith of the Cardinals. Okay, whatever. Same. Yeah. They're trying to steal their thunder. <laughs> right, right. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's fucking cool, Josh. Look right? at you. Yeah. Pull that one out of your ass. That's great. There was Well, that, that comes from a, a dollop because I guess the other guy, uh, Glenn Burke. Yeah. Um, I want to say he was like the first, uh, like publicly gay baseball player. Okay. I could be wrong there, but there was. They can't ever say it. now that a, a gay man can't play in majors because I'm I'm a gay man and I made it. October yeah. 1977. <laughs> yeah. So that yeah. was to con- that was to con- congratulate his Dodgers teammate Dusty Baker. That's yeah. the, the, yeah. the the origin of the high five right there. Exactly. Beautiful. <laughs> So yeah, Listen lots up of all you fucking lots Trump. of history with that team. <laughs> <laughs> and now they've got what one of the best pitchers in the league. Hey man, well fucking hey, that's What's cool. That's Kershaw? cool. That's cool. Yeah, Kershaw. Yeah. <laughs> you still jazzed about that? I am. That's cool. I mean, <laughs> I'm wild, like, man. I didn't re- I didn't realize the history of the high five yeah. was only from '77, and it's Dusty right? yeah. Baker. I I've heard stories about the first, you know, like yeah, the the metal the horns. horns too, yeah, it's just like I didn't. I was like bullshit. But you pulled that <laughs> up. That's, I typed in Dusty Baker first. And it and wasn't. It up. wasn't like pennant or like title or whatever. It was just. It was first high five. It was <laughs> first high five. After yeah. a home run, or it was like nice dick, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, whatever it is. <laughs> high five and high five. That's Glenn yeah. Burke. So <laughs> there's your man right there. Just a little. Just a little. Uh, little tie-in. A little more Black History Month. After right after the yeah. Dodgers brought on the first black player, they took the first gay player and gave him the first high five. Well, oh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. But anyway, groundbreaking shit. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a lot of shit to be proud of. That's that's pretty cool. Mr. Ricky. It's all because of Mr. Ricky. Yeah. yeah. And Jackie. All because Jack- of Indiana Jones. He's got a name. It's Jackie <laughs> Robinson, by the way. Yep. <laughs> yep. God, man. And this, Wendell, this uh, to go back on Wendell, um, you know, he was coming up just like Jackie. He was like uh, one of the first mm-hmm. black journalists yeah, to ever like given a spot, he was like the chauffeur. He was the he was the guy for the the, the uh, Philadelphia Gazette, right? Yeah, I like their so. their their sports writer. And he had a he had to play all this stuff. And he he talked about with Jackie <coughs> when some of their interviews, and he's like, "It ain't just about you, man. They don't mm-hmm. let me in the box office. You know, I'm not up there with the other reporters. You mm-hmm. see me with a typewriter on my fucking knees on you know third yeah. third line over the third base dugout. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was." You know, as much as it is a Jackie Robinson story, like they they allude to how much br- groundbreaking stuff that was happening during that time, and fuck me, like how how long has it taken for the South? Like you know what I mean? But we're still dealing with yeah. shit like this, yeah. And that's what's tragic, is I mean oh, this one too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, still dealing. Look with at that. fucking Chapman's face. Yep. Dear that's, God, that's, uh, that's, that's, Alan that's, that's the coach that was screaming profanities, and he wanted a he wanted a uh, well, picture in the yeah. the bat in, so like so you don't have to touch have my to hand. hand, yeah. So, yeah. so we don't have to touch skin. Yeah. 
Look at Jackie Jackie. Grinning. (laughs) (laughs) boy, Jackie. He knows he's running running the dude out of a fucking job. (laughs) Like I said, you got to He was fired, right? Yeah. Yeah. A year later, next Mm -hmm. season. So, I mean, you got to... And, like, with all the dudes being traded and contracts expiring because of the same reasons, it's it's pivotal point. And if he loses his cool, it makes him look bad. Yeah. So, again, it's like, you want to lose your cool just watching this shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and Jackie's I, so calm and collected on some of those things. Like yeah. uh, Wendell tries to groom him into uh, like fielding uh, questions, uh, questions and yeah. stuff. And he's like, "Well, what are you gonna say when they fucking they throw at your fucking head?" He's like, "I'll duck." We got a clip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What you gonna do if one of these pitchers nice. throws through your head? I'll duck. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Boom. That's Everybody my new favorite phrase. Some, some giant, clip? just some giant thing. He let he let his 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 play do the talking. You know, hundred yeah. yeah. percent. Yeah. And play by the talking. I'm going to get into the one point I mentioned before <laughs> about, you know, this is a pretty good movie. I like all the ba- the baseball aspects. One mm-hmm. thing I had a major problem with is Jackie Robinson was a master at fucking getting a jump on a steal. Mm-hmm. This movie, when the pitchers are making their first break to home, it's like a... It's like a a second delay and I'm like what the fuck are you guys doing this is right but that's like the old like bomb sequence when there's like five seconds left on the bomb and it's like 30 (laughs) seconds of like it's just eye eye shots back and forth and the dance and he's like I mean they pick up dirt and starts around I mean like it should have been done better it should have been done Mm -hmm. I'm a fat man you guys can see me on camera I led the league Greg led because I can read a fucking picture yeah no honestly this man he was on base more than anybody because he was a good hitter but he stole more bases than anybody else Seriously, it's, it's not about being fast all the time. It's exactly. about being smart. And I was, Jackie Robinson was smart. I was really surprised you didn't bring up. So there's a game against Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. They win the game. Remind, remember, they're in Pittsburgh. They win the game because away. of a Jackie Robinson uh, home run. Mm-hmm. There's still half an inning to play. Yeah. Yep, as an away team, you have to let the home team bat. Well, that's the other thing, that's good, too. It's that's like, good as shit, Even, even if you it. don't pick that up, you're still just like, so they just... <laughs> Won the, won the pennant, <laughs> right? right. Or no, did they, they? they held pretty close though, as far as like his walks and like his hitting sequence through like at, at his first games. The mm-hmm. batting stance was perfect. Yeah. I have to no, say that, that, that again. drop. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, like, he just kind of yeah. drops lazy. Mm-hmm. He brings it back up and stuff, but it's just it's yeah. like Fire Cal Ripken did this shit uh-huh. too back in the you know. I mean, it's it's adjustment. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know for sure. I love this movie. It is a great movie. I, didn't, now, I mean, as far as scenes and sequence, I mean, it, yeah, it that's lacks, where I'm going. It's kind of lackluster, but there's so much like history that they have to play on. So I don't I, mm-hmm. you know. Back and forth. No, I agree. And like, number one, bio uh, biopics are formulaic. And on top of that, another thing that plays against this movie is sports movies are formulaic. So you you've sports, got sports, you've sports, got very sports, strict sports, formulas sports, that you need sports. to abide by. So. I'm going to say what I said to you guys. Like the the white critics of this film were very hard on it. And they were like we just wanted to see more baseball. We wanted to see more baseball. It was formulaic. It was all the same stuff. Baseball. It's not about Of course that. they make it about themselves. Sure. Like I mean they did is, a good job of, this is of adding so baseball. much baseball that there was I thought they did a good it was a good even cuz it was yeah. just it's not a baseball movie. It's about mm-hmm. the the player that was brought into right. the baseball movement. It's, right. You know what I mean? It's, they're 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 brain dead. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And I, I think it was, it was, there's a, a curious, uh, there's a curious thing that happens in, you know, just among white dudes where when something makes you uncomfortable about race, you try to find a reason to disqualify it. And I think that may have been, it's, it's, it's definitely a valid 
concern to a certain degree, but not to the degree that I saw it. Like, review after review brought this up. Like, there's not enough baseball. It should have been half an hour longer. They should have cut scenes out. It's like, yeah, but they were also talking about his daily life. The reason his wife is in the movie at all is because they're showing what his life was like. When he's walking down the street with his wife after getting ejected from that game because he's black... And he has to put her behind him yep. because somebody's coming up and he doesn't know who he is and he's a white guy. That's the shit we needed to be talking about, not just how good of a baseball player he was. We cannot regulate the black community to just having value when they're on the field. They're people. They have value and they have lives. And I think they gave value to him being a family man. Mm-hmm. You know, he there was never one trace of yeah of infidelity or any 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 negative kind of things. Who knows? But I mean, as far as that goes, I mean they. It wasn't just him on this journey. Mm-hmm. It was it was her too. And they yeah, were newly married, and you know, I mean, it, they did a good job of showing yeah. that, like, yeah, he had a temper, but it was a professional temper. Yeah, it was so home. that temper did not home. come home, and it didn't it didn't leak. It didn't. Mm-hmm. It was it was placed in a proper area. Yeah, you know, it wasn't. Yeah, he's not just flying off the whim. He's a very yeah. loving man. You mm-hmm. know, kind of thing. It went it, it all it all depended on what provoked he into a corner. Yeah. A dog will bite. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's just just it. That's just. Yeah, How well, it is. I mean, if you think about it, it's like, I love your analogy because it's absolutely true. But if you think about it, again, from an individual point of view, if somebody did half that shit to you, oh, yeah, I'd fucking haul off yeah. on them. Yeah. Somebody, like, there's not even a word to describe me the way that Chapman's yelling at, at Jackie. But if there was something even close, I'd probably get heated under the collar. Yeah, I'd have done worse than just fouling out. Yeah. You know, I'd have, I'd have accidentally... Let the bat fly, you know, mm. as a swing, and it's like, oh, that's, oh sorry. That's what, I, that's what I thought my first move would be too. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? Whoopsie! Yeah. Just flip a fucking flip a yeah. bat at him. No, it was an accident. It was yeah, an accident, right? right? Just open Always up, open up your stance seat. completely, and, and that's how you wanted to, to see that scene get like mm-hmm. just foiled really yeah. quickly. Yeah, and it doesn't happen. No, and, and it's fucking heartbreaking. Sickening. That part of the movie is sickening. Having having to listen to that. The slurs coming yeah. out of this man's mouth, and like he's well. I mean, great. even oh as an God. actor, mm-hmm. yeah, you know he, he hated I mean? that part. He was like, yeah, and not even like even if he didn't come from the role of like that lovable mm-hmm. actor who has that, that yeah, the no name dude who you know mm-hmm. from like, like, guy with the funny guy, yeah, yeah. It's like hearing him talk about it. It's like it like changes you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that's exactly how he does. Like that, I felt. Yeah, you know, in that interview, like he's he's talking to this girl, and she's she's just lighthearted about it, like. You're a comedian, you know. You, you, what did it feel like going to a such a serious role where you have to sit, play such a de- terrible person? He's like, it sucked. It felt terrible. It was awful. <laughs> yeah. And the way he describes it is, when you hear hate speech, yeah, it makes you curdle. Mm-hmm. But when you speak hate speech, it changes you, like Shasti was saying. Yeah. And he's like, it makes your skin crawl. I had to yell the worst obscenities at Chadwick Boseman, a wonderful man, yeah. like to have those opinions. As a like in reality, is sickening. Yeah, it's wild. It's yeah. crazy way to. That's kind of what we're uh, we're getting at is just the how how far we've come and how far we haven't come, mm-hmm. and it still exists. And you know, Major League Baseball is writing their rights. You know, I mean, NFL is doing what the NFL does. I mean, just day to day, person to person, it's it's just crazy. I think there's an interesting uh, conversation to be had about film when it comes to what Alan Tudyk just said. And we can we can kind of level this shotgun at guys like Tarantino, who they use this hate speech for punctuation. Yeah. How is that changing him? True. As a person. Mm-hmm. Like, I know, right. I know 
you know, Tarantino considers himself like a person of the street. You know, he considers himself, you know, yeah. inducted. Until you get blasted with a twisted T. <laughs> <laughs> but but when you when you think about how Hollywood uses it as He's got some scenes like as that punctuation, <laughs> as a, as a like this is something for shock value, and then we see it in its actual fucking context. It's like, oh man. Yeah, yeah, we should probably let that one fucking go. We don't need to say that ever again. Yes. <laughs> I have nothing. I am silent right now. I mean, I, I, there's a lot to be I said about silent. this movie. Yeah. Um, those are all my notes. Did you have anything else that stuck no, out to you? I mean, um, nothing covered all most bases. I mean, I, covered our bases. <laughs> bases. What a home bases, run. Bases, bases. The sacks are packed with socks. White Sox World Series 2021. <laughs> Anyway, um, thank you, Jackie Robinson, yes. and all of the people of color that have gotten us to the point we mm-hmm. are. I mean, it sucks that it takes. It sucks that it takes that. You know, yeah. what I mean, with thanks nonetheless. Yeah. Right? yeah, no, for sure. Just, yeah, and one more, one more segment uh, before we go into uh, our taco ratings. Um, so Chadwick Boseman tragically passed away, I believe, from cancer in uh, mid to late twenty twenty. Um, I consider that man to have been one of the greatest actors of this generation, if not all time. His Others range and versatility uh, and just his spirit as a person. So no one knew that he had cancer. Um, he kept his struggles in a very tight circle and he still kept making movies despite the fact that people were, you know, paparazzi was taking pictures of him and saying that he was a drug addict and he was losing too much weight and they didn't know what was wrong with him. He took it all in stride, much like Jackie here. And he still did his job and he still put out art can you think of a film that Chadwick Boseman was in that doesn't qualify as a great movie? I can't. No. no. He was always a champion, not just for the black community, not just for black actors, but for people and kids everywhere. Be like, this is what you can become. These and, are the things you can do and, with and your And life. for himself. He, mm-hmm. It seemed like he walked with uh, a very knowledgeable showcase of mm-hmm. his self-worth. You know, yes, and, strength and poise. Yeah. Absolutely. He always had his chin up. He always... Mm-hmm. And like I said, suffering from cancer, he was still making movies. Like he made Defy Bloods while he had cancer. And it's just tragic that he passed away. And uh, I offer all my love to his family and uh, fans. It's it's a great loss, not just to Hollywood, but to our species to have lost someone so great. But wipe your tears away because now we get to have fun again. Tacos? Let's talk tacos. I'm hungry. We need like a, a little like sound clip, like do 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 It's like a hard shell. Yeah. All right. So I actually did my job this time. Oh no. Uh, and I got the Rotten Tomato score. So Rotten Tomatoes has this as an at an eighty one out of a hundred. <laughs> and per usual, I'm gonna swing this over to Greg. Greg, what's your taco score? Uh, out of a hundred. I'm sitting pretty on par with them. Uh, I'm sitting probably right at eighty one, eighty two. Mm-hmm. Eighty one and a half for me for this one. Like I said, it's not a not a bells and whistles kind of movie. Just mm-hmm. a great story. Um, they did a lot of good work on, um, you know, just making these characters come to life and, mm-hmm. and creating relationships. Uh, I thought the way they that Harrison Ford was portrayed in this movie was great, and, mm-hmm. the, and the interaction between them, um, good stuff. You know, the, the the camera work wasn't there this time. Yeah. You know, but I, yeah. I didn't think this movie was about that. So eighty one and a half. Shasti, I got uh, I got coming in at a solid seventy nine. Excellent. If you think that's low to anybody, I would just challenge that. Pretend you're like preparing for like a movie review like this, and go mm-hmm. look deep behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much like 
better yeah. shit at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Without yeah. without seeing any of that stuff, maybe I'd put it a little higher. But it kind of mm-hmm. like you said, without like the cinematography mm-hmm. and it's it's a, it's historically correct, like to a T with mm-hmm. a lot of the characters that we didn't even like touch base on. I agree. And but, I still say that's a respectable score. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go a little bit higher, uh, and I'm gonna explain why before I get my score. Um, no. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everything you guys talked about is the reason that I'm going to give this movie this score. Um, the acting is phenomenal. A lot of people said that Harrison Ford should have at least been nominated for an Oscar for this performance, and I would argue that you know maybe Chadwick Boseman should have been in the conversation as well. Yeah. Well. Um, the acting phenomenal. Uh, the score not necessarily great. Um, the the writing and directing nothing to you know call home about however the acting elevates this film to a higher level and i'm going to put it at an 83 tacos okay cool we're all pretty much there mm-hmm. you know yeah good flick good flick if you want to yeah, learn something Tomatoes got it right for once yeah right <laughs> if you want to yeah, learn seriously. something you know what i mean they were if way off wanna... on mars attacks <laughs> by about 20 fucking... all right i'm <laughs> I was just gonna say, if you want to learn something, if you want to, if you don't want to think at all, you can just watch this movie. If you want, if you like baseball, watch this movie. If mm-hmm. you want to hear a little bit of a uh, of history, watch this movie. If you yeah. want, if you like good acting, watch this movie. It's mm-hmm. simple, and, simple and plain. Agreed. If Agreed. you have a heart, you'll love this movie. Yes, I <laughs> cried like three times. Yeah, it got rough. I I even texted Greg because I watched it late last night. I texted Greg. I'm like, Greg, why did you make me sweat from my eyeballs? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is not cool. Um, so that said. Let's do plugs, yo. So if you enjoyed the podcast, we do deeply encourage you to go ahead and like and share it. Tell your friends about us because we'd love to talk to them as well. Um, If you feel like supporting us financially, head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash thepriceisrights. There you will uh, gain early access to all of our all of our podcasts you'll gain uh, exclusive access to some of our episodes and some of the pilots to our video shows. And you will gain, as talking about the YouTube channel, you will gain early access to all of our YouTube episodes as well. That said, transitioning to YouTube, we do have a YouTube channel. Uh, we've got uh, all of our podcasts from here out will be video episodes available on YouTube, as well as anywhere you're listening to them right now. Um, if you made it this a, far, just yeah. like and subscribe because <laughs> we do this every week. Yeah. And there's no, there's no short of, of good films. Mm-hmm. And we want to tackle every one of them. Absolutely. Or bad films because those are fun too. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be a different yeah. series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. all right. So with the induction of our, our YouTube channel, we, all, we have the thesis statement series, which is where Greg is not around to stop me from rambling. So I do You're so. You're a lucky camera. son of a gun. <laughs> um, we've also got a show uh, that's going to be coming out next month. Uh, in March of 2021, it's going to be me and Greg talking about uh, directors. It's going to be called Director's Cut. Where I can stop him. A, yeah, <laughs> where he can stop me. It's going to be a deep dive into the careers and influence of specific directors in film. Um, and then down the line, we got a few more shows, you know, uh, that we're hoping to hoping to be able to get started on this year. Uh, one of those is going to be uh, This Movie Sucks, where, like Greg said, we talk about bad movies <laughs> and why I love them and Greg hates them. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that said, it is 2021. I am not allowed to forget that I wrote a book. I wrote a young adult fantasy novel, urban fantasy novel, called Reaper. It is the first in a series called The Gatekeepers. Um, you can find it on Amazon.com, BarnesNoble.com, anywhere online. You buy your books in hardcover, paperback, and ebook. Uh, and I'm hoping to have the just so sequel to have coming a out soon. Here. Uh, hopefully within the next year or two. Uh, I know that sounds like a long time, but in the publishing world, trust me, it's not a lot of time. <laughs> um, we're also looking at doing an ebook this year, so keep your earballs open for that. Earball. 
That said, y'all know where to find me on Twitter and Instagram. On Twitter, uh, you can find me at the, the Price Is Right three one two. That's R I G H T. On Instagram, the Forgetful Writer three one two. Grego, where can we find you? The Fozcaster on Twitter. I might be in and out sometimes, you know, but I love you. I listen to you. We're we're making a big push, trying to get our thing done for twenty twenty one. We got a lot of good stuff in the works. Absolutely. Jasty, master of the mix, king of the keyboard. Yeah, yeah, right. Synthesizer of sound. You guys can always find me here. I'm taking a little break from social media, right? Because <laughs> that's just volatile as fuck. But if you made it this far and you hear this message, just come back. Yeah, come back. Yeah, we're gonna do it again real soon. It's always fun. So to all of our audience members and patrons, we see you, we hear you, we love you, and we would like to say goodbye.